Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome to Birdland tonight for the 36th game of the season as the Orioles lost, found a new way to lose, losing in the ninth. Andrew, how are you doing tonight? Not too bad, Josh. How about yourself? Uh, I was doing good until that ninth inning. Yeah, it was, a tough... it was pretty ir- irritating. Yeah, it was It was a little tough to take, but, um, you know, this is I, – I feel like Cesar Valdez has been so good this season that this was bound to happen. It's just the law of averages. Yeah. Um, the dead fish was not uh, not dead tonight. It was a little well, little too a little too alive. <laughs> right. The problem with any fish is it's tough to control. Yeah, it's slippery and when wet. Right. Exactly. Now here's the problem. I know this. Since Valdez is not your standard hard throwing normal pitcher, I guarantee Orioles Twitter and Orioles Facebook is trashing him completely now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I I can I can understand that gut reaction, but. You know, the guy is the guy's ERA even after tonight is still something it's like two four. Yeah. yeah, and and he's he's pitched well, and you know this is a law of averages thing. We, we we are not we are not in a realm of baseball in general where we see a closer, especially a closer like Cesar Valdez, like you mentioned, he's not a hard thrower. We don't see closers out there go out there anymore and put together strings of twenty five thirty straight saves. We don't even really see them put together. 10 to 15 straight saves uh, anymore. We see these hiccups on, on, on occasion. And if we're going to blame anything tonight, and I I say blame, blame is not even really the the right word, but the Orioles scored two runs. Like, you know, part part of, yeah, part of that is Marcus Stroman was very good. Just like John means was very good, but the offense, which is supposed to be the linchpin of this team. I mean, there's one guy on in this lineup that had more than one hit tonight. They just were not able to string it together. Um, you know, you, you put up that few of runs and you don't score until the late innings. Um, I'm not sure what you expect to happen. Well, yes, but you also got to remember that Stroman was on the mound for just as long as John means. So no, no question. That's why and- it was a zero zero game through six. And both the starting pitchers were phenomenal. And I think now's the perfect time to reiterate that um, forcing pitchers to hit is the most moronic thing in the world because yep. it forces those pitchers to come out of games early. Both of those guys could have gotten into the eighth, perhaps ninth inning with the way well, that they're pitching, especially means. I mean, Stroman's pitch yeah, count Stroman was a little was, bit elevated. And Stroman was pulled off the mound. He wasn't pulled right. because, of his, because of his bat. Where but, means but, was clearly pulled because... 
the Orioles weren't scoring any right. runs. We had the bases loaded with one out. It was the it was the opportunity. He threw seventy four pitches, and that's coming off of an extra day of rest following, of course, the no hitter last week. Yeah. So, well, um, he he obviously know. had another inning at least in him, perhaps two, maybe three. Yeah. And no, I don't know. I saw Brandon Hyde. He looked pretty upset that John Means didn't throw a no hitter tonight. <laughs> well, I think we all were upset that that he didn't throw a no hitter right. tonight. Um. Yeah, it's this is the type of games that bad teams lose. And it's it's you know, you're not scoring. You left 19 men on base. I mean, as far as opportunities clearly. Yeah. 19 times. That's bad. Valdez, I get it. Valdez is no one has Mariana Rivera. No. That guy does not exist in baseball anymore. Everyone wants to think that's your closer. Every team, you need an ace and you need a closer, and your definition of closer is Mariano. That doesn't exist anymore. And and, and closers change so often nowadays. I mean, there's not even – you say there's not a Mariano Rivera. There's not even like a Craig Kimbrell or you know someone on that next tier or or, or even a tier or, below that. Yeah. It's – Fernando nowadays Rodney. it's yeah. Fernando Rodney. Nowadays it's just guys, and and the Orioles are the perfect example of that. They just have a guy that they throw out there, yeah. so there's nothing wrong with that. And and that's like you said, you made a great point. This is the type of game that that bad teams lose. This is why after last week, after we saw all the positivity and and the good vibes following John Means last start, I wanted us to tap the brakes because then we saw them lose three straight to the Red Sox, right. and none of those games were really particularly well played and and none of them were really games that you know they were all games that were kind of never felt like like they were there for the taking either um they did win you know they they won last night in order to salvage that four game series but um you know you, when you just look at the law of averages you're right this is the kind of game that you know not even the bad teams lose but just that not not very good teams lose i mean you, the, the right. orioles didn't have to be super bad to lose this game they just had to be not very good um yeah, okay. They look they made some stupid mistakes in the ninth. Um I don't understand that throw from second home that then allowed Villar to get the third. C- correct. I, I correct. That's a that was a bad throw, an unnecessary throw. You weren't gonna beat the you weren't gonna beat the runner. Um we don't Rios is not a second baseman. He doesn't know how to play that position. So therefore he doesn't know how to make that throw from that position. We no, don't have and, a second baseman. And and we're also seeing on multiple occasions this season, this doesn't just speak to this game tonight, but we did see it in this game tonight. We're seeing multiple ground balls that are easy double play opportunities for a major league caliber baseball team yes. that just aren't being converted. They're right, just slow. What- they're just, you know, they're they're just slow. They're just, and, and and those are the kinds of plays too that that in the long run of a season, those outs add up. Those those outs right. given away will add up, and they will cost you in the long run. Yeah, I had my own error tonight, and I wanted to ask you about this because I need to understand this play. In the ninth inning, all right, right after they scored and tied the game, there was a man on first and a man on third. I dropped the remote and it cut the MLB app out. And it took me oh, a no. moment to get back in. And next thing I knew, that guy from first base was now on second base. How does he get to second base? That was a – hold on. I'm looking for it here now. Was it a pass ball? Please tell me. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was scored a wild pitch. All right. So it's our catcher not doing his job again. Right. But at that point, to, to your point, that out 
doesn't i mean i guess it matters in the sense it, that you want to you want to keep the double play in check well, there was still only one out right that yes here's how it matters that ground ball to end the game that went to mancini that he had a bad throw home would have been an easy throw to second throw to first double play those the, i i understand I your point easy, but it would have been a better uh, yeah play. Th- those those plays are tough to make the the double play sure. the, the three what are you what do you call it the three throw six three him. double play yes um those plays are tough to make but sure and 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 we've seen these kinds of defensive lap defensive lapses that's a that's a that's a phrase um that that happen all the time we see them behind the plate we see them in the infield um we even see them in the outfield with with cutoff men being missed and everything these are the basics um and 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 we see base running mistakes still as well there are a lot of fundamentals with this team that are still not there um even though we even though we tend to see some talent shine through at times there are still a lot of fundamentals that 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 seem to really be there in the Buck Showalter era. You know, we seem to see really solid defense being played. Um, we seem to see. I, I think base running was still kind of a little bit of a of a bugaboo in the Buck Showalter era, but it wasn't as bad as it is now. Um, there's a lot of those basic things that we are not seeing, and that's that's yeah. frustrating. And you're right. The last time the Orioles were good, it's because they focused on that defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and be. If your defense isn't going to be perfect, you got to score runs. And the fact that they can only score two runs, they got seven hits but eight strikeouts. Again, that strikeout number being higher than the hits is not good for this team. No, and when you consider that that one, and and I I do want to talk briefly about the one hit, which was the 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 Freddie Galvis, because he was the one guy that did have multiple hits in this right, game. He had two. The, the Freddie Galvis bunt hit in the eighth to drive in Austin Hayes. <laughs> was a was a choice i mean what what stones he had to to make that move and 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 we're talking about you know one of the like i said we're talking about one of those hits being kind of i don't want to call it fluky because it's a legitimate base hit but to do something like that in that spot is not something you would even typically see um and it and it was you know it, it 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 takes some moxie to be able to do something like that in that spot with two outs and and be confident that you're going to beat it out for the infield hit to drive in the run i thought that was a really interesting decision it felt it felt almost like the orioles were forced to play national league small ball in this game being in the national league park and freddie galvis took advantage of that opportunity in the eighth yeah and national league ball is fine if you're a national league team. if you play it six times a year when you visit these teams it's uh, it's ridiculous. You are punished it's, it's as the American League coming in team coming in. Yeah, and 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 I think the the biggest talking point from this once again speaks to that, and that's John Means. He was really really good again. I mean, we are talking about a guy now with an ERA of one point two one. I mean, that is ridiculous he continues to just lower his era every time he goes out just when you think it can't get any more microscopic um he trims a little bit more off of it uh today but i think before the no hitter i believe his era was up around one eight it's now down to one two one i mean that's that's remarkable right right would you have let means hit in that situation you know it is something i thought about after he was he was pulled um i know brandon hyde likes to joke that means thinks he's a really good hitter um right it is but tough. All, all pitchers uh, think they're good hitters. All yeah, all pitchers do tend to think that. Um, they all think they'd be able to judge the strike zone better than a batter, and they cannot in that position. 
Right, right. It is tough. I mean, it, it ended up working out in, 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 in the end that the Orioles were able to get a run across, um, you know, but I don't know, man. It, it's, it really is a tough, tough call. I think I would have made the move that Brandon Hyde did and, 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 and pinch hit Valeka because, like I said, he did come through with the sacrifice fly, but it's a, or, or I'm sorry, he pinched hit uh, DJ Stewart, didn't he? He pinched hit it DJ was, Stewart. DJ it was Stewart, DJ Stewart. Got the sack fly. Yeah. So we got one run out of that. So, I mean, it's, uh, you know, well, Valeka got the, the, got the sack fly, but, but he, but he, but he pinched hit Stewart right. for Stewart. He pinched hit Stewart. They pulled in a new pitcher. Then he pinched hit Valeka. Valeka got the sack fly. So I, I, I think I make that move as well. It's just. It's, you, hindsight's 2020. You also and, have to, I think, re- recognize that this bullpen didn't even, you know, Cesar Valdez didn't work out in the ninth, but the bullpen, you know, for the most part held its own. We saw what yes. Plutko gave up a run, but yep. he's still pitching really well as, as well. Scott came in, you know, right. clean inning from him as well. So, And Valdez was probably going to come in the ninth either way. Sure. You were really looking at one more inning of means. Now, sure, you could say, well, another inning of means and Plutko won't give up that run. You can go with that. But again, it's hindsight. Hindsight would say, yeah, that means you only had one out. The big thing that you don't want in that position is John Means to hit in a double play in the in and over. Right. right. I would be very tempted to tell John Means, go up there, but don't you dare swing that bat. Just just, just strike out if you have to. Because I've got Cedric Mullins, our hottest bat, behind you. Yeah, that's interesting, too, because Mullins, I feel like he he's – I think he's starting a little bit of a of a slowdown of a. Yeah, of but a he's cool still getting off. hit every. He had a he had a triple yesterday and a, and a single today. Yeah, now that that triple yesterday should have been a single. It should have been an out, really. But yes, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, no, you're right. I mean, it's it's it, it is a tough call to make. And again, we're, but I'm we're just going to. I totally understand it. Yeah, I, I think it's we're just going to go back decision. to. I think we're just going to go back to being bothered by National League baseball, which yes. as American League folks, that's what we do. We we gripe and moan about, you know, having our pitchers have to hit yeah. um, in this and scenario. I, and I think National League baseball is why Valdez was not pulled once he gave up the save. Because, um, sure. because we were looking to go into extra innings. I... Um, I don't know where I'd have to do the math of where we were in the bat in the bat lineup. Um, I can pull it up here. Looks like Severino was coming up. Uh, the last out one. was made by Austin Hayes grounding into a fielder's choice in the. Oh ninth. yeah, they had to fit that bat. All right, so no, we were at the top of the lineup. Yeah. That was, so. So it would have been, been Mancini, Mountcastle, and Galvez, or or McKenna, I guess, because McKenna had come Mancini, into the game. McKenna Galvez. Then Valdez, your pitcher is in that fourth spot. Then, so I wasn't sure because we didn't have anyone left on our bench because we because the double through. pinch hit situation because of yeah. the double pinch hit. Uh, we brought in McKenna, and uh, I guess I guess we pulled Franco at some point and did the double switch with Franco, which shifted Ruiz over, which is how we brought in Urias. Confusing National League scorebooks. Well, look, I mean, it looks, it, it is the third blown save of the season for Cesar Valdez. I, yeah, I do think, is, is, is that, is that where you are though? No, I don't I'm think, not. I don't, I don't, I didn't think all. you were, I think a lot of fans are going to be, I guess my yes. question would be, 
you know, Hunter Harvey's obviously not an option. Um, what what is the option at this point? Do you stick someone like, you know, like Scott in that role? Do you stick someone like Pletko in that role? Guys who have gotten outs this year, but you also you still need guys for the sixth, seventh, eighth innings as well. Totally. I um again, I'm not worried about the pitching on this roster. Yeah. The pitching gave up three runs. That's it. Right. That's a win. I'm worried about the offense and the defense of this of this team. Like all season, I'm worried about the catcher position and the second base position because I mm-hmm. constantly see mistakes at those two positions. And I don't see the bats making up for the mistakes. Yeah, and to your point, if we look at the four pitchers that the Orioles threw out tonight, um, obviously John Means, I talked about his microscopic ERA. Plutko's ERA, even after having an earned run charge to him tonight, is 1.33. Um Scott's is 2.35 and, and Valdez the one, and Scott's probably the one that struggled the most out of all those guys. I, I would tonight. say say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But in general. Yeah, he's 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 certainly had his ups and downs, and he's like I said, he's still sporting an ERA of two three five. And then Valdez, he gives up two runs charged to him in just a third of an inning, and his ERA inflates all the way to two point four, which I guess is not really what you want to see out of your closer. But it's still not he he is not put um, you know he's not put a bad foot forward. He's still been pretty good, and I think the dead fish thing is it's a little silly, and we like to have fun with it, but like. It, it, it works at times. It doesn't work all the time. And that's, that's, where, that's, I think, the big thing. That's where when Hunter Harvey's back, that dead fish moves into the eighth, eighth inning, which might be a better spot for it because then if it's not working, you have something to fall back on. You have your standard yeah. fast, fastball guy. To throw, come I, in. I guess the only hesitancy I have with that is the Hunter Harvey being back situation because I'm still um, – skeptical i guess is the best word I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that that is is really going to be a thing um even as soon as this year i just don't know i know that they've put him on a little bit of a timeline and think that he can he can make a return but um that's something that i i am not going to put expectations on yeah have they given a timeline for Hunter I, harvey I, I i i thought they had tried to kind of put a loose timeline on it but it just doesn't seem it doesn't seem like there's a lot of um, a whole lot of action in that in that realm right now. I'm not, you know, I haven't right. seen anything specific, uh, yeah. but I know that they're trying to work him back. So we'll we'll just have to see if that if that kind of thing, uh, you know, comes to fruition. It's just it's not something that I'm gonna I'm gonna be relying on at any point. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, here's a story. Hunter Harvey aiming for the minimum 60-day IL. Right. So, which I, would uh, which would put him, I think, sometime toward the end of June, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe mid-June. It's making me pay because, for the article. Because he, ha- he came on he, – he went on uh, beginning of the season, like before the season started. So Late um, May. So late May, so even sooner. So we're so we could be looking at another three weeks, perhaps. Yeah, at a, you know, I mean, figure a week in Norfolk, probably or something. But like I said, that just seems it seems optimistic to me. But I could be I could be completely wrong. Maybe he'll come and, back and and fill right in to right. even if it's not immediately into the ninth inning role. Maybe he can pitch in the seventh and eighth innings and and well, that, do a job. But again, it goes back to the bullpen's not the issue. Right. Starting rotation's not the issue. This well, lineup's the issue. The starting They're rotation down. is still an issue. I mean, yeah, especially in that three, four, five slots. Yeah, there's you, questions, you, but Hunter Harvey's can... not going to fix that. Today's issue was not pitching. No, it was not. Today's issue for tonight's game was the bats. And yep. again, credit credit can be given and is due to, to to Stroman because, as you mentioned, he was really good. As was John Means. Um, but you've got to you've got to be able to scratch something across for, especially when. When when your guy is on the mound, the, the guy that you know is going to go out there and throw up zeros. And and I, I think that's also a, an important thing to take out of this. Um, I didn't obviously have expectations that John Means was going to go out and throw another no hitter. Um, but we're getting to a point now where we can just expect that John Means is going to go at least six or seven innings and really just maybe give up a run. Maybe no. two in, in, in yeah. the worst case scenario. John I Means mean, will always put you in a position to win. He is really establishing himself. And I had a little bit of nerves coming into his start tonight thinking, okay, he's coming off of a no hitter where he threw, I think it was what, 113 pitches. Yeah. Um, I know he had the extra day, but still, you come, you come in a little nervous thinking maybe the high of last week he comes down off of it and, and has a rough start. But no, he turned in another outstanding outing. And it's just getting to be one of those things that, um, fortunately you can rely on, which as an Orioles fan is a weird position to be in because it's been a while since we've been able to rely on this steady of a starting pitcher. Um, it's just, it would be nice if there was more than like one and a half of, of, of them in the rotation. Totally. And yeah, I mean, that's all it's, it's okay. Matt Harvey. I'm really curious and really excited for Matt Harvey back in the city field tomorrow. I want to see him pitch with that chip on his shoulder, even greater than what he's been doing this season, and see how yeah. that goes. I think that's going to tell us me me a lot about if this can last for the whole season, what Matt Harvey's doing, or if he when he put a little more pressure on himself because of being in New York, if it falls apart, then it might not be so reliable down the road. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm 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 excited. I'll be I'll be listening uh, on the radio day game, so I'll be working. But um, yeah. it will be it will be an interesting outing for him. I'm I'm excited to to see how that plays itself out as well. Um, but but to your point, I I, I did want to ask you because there's been a lot of you're you're talking about the lineup, and I completely agree with yes. you. The lineup is you know, has been an issue. And I, we know that we're not going to see a change at the catcher position this early in the season, because there's only one man who w- would really change that position and he's well, not coming up. Right. Well, he's I don't ju- think, he, I mean, he's Austin, just not. Uh, no, I was going to say Austin wins. Maybe could work his way up here, but, but is uh, that changing anything? That's maybe, no, that's maybe swapping Cisco for another type of Cisco player. Right. It's all about Adley. And at I that point it's moving deck chairs on the Titanic. Right. What I do see is second base, where right now 
Ryan Bannon, Jemai Jones, and Richie Martin all have a better batting average in the first week of AAA than Urias or Ruiz. So that's what I was going. That's where I was going next. I think that there there's a growing number of, and we're talking about the devoted Orioles fans who know who Jemai Jones is. I think there's a growing number that want to see him get a call yeah. here in the in the next, you know, in the next week or two. Because if 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 things don't change, and not that you put all the pressure on him coming in to really change things, but you would like to see perhaps you can get a spark from someone in this lineup on a regular basis um, and, that can do something more, more from that second base spot. It's even more on that for me that we don't have a second baseman. Franco over at third base is doing nothing special. No shine there except for that, that bunt tonight, but still no shine. And we've got guys that I'm curious, are they major league players? And that's a guy like Ryan Bannon, Jemai, and Rishi Martin. Can those guys make the next step into the majors? And if I would like to see a little bit of that this year because when you lose games with young guys, I can understand it a little better than guys who are placeholders. Well, and this is also, as you mentioned, you want to see a little bit of it this year. This is the year where you find those things out. I mean, obviously, right. this, is, this is the time and the place to find out what you have. Um, and Mike Elias, that's his job. It's his job to, you know, to determine which ones of which of these pieces that are currently in the minors moving forward can actually, you know, I'm not saying that they're going to be a part of this thing for the long term, but which ones can provide you something going forward, um, even if it is a, an eight, nine hole hitter, uh, you know, like Rio Ruiz has been this year. But but like you said, and I don't mean to pick specifically on Rio Ruiz. But he has been, as you mentioned, a glaring kind of hole in this lineup. Um, and not only that, but defensively as well at second base, it's been rough. So um, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if that kind of move happens, whether it's Jemai Jones or, or, as you mentioned, Richie Martin or Bannon. I mean, one of those guys could come up in the next, I would think, in the next two to three weeks um before june hits just to see what what spark could come uh from from the rest of it yeah i would hope so um i went and saw the tide this weekend they were playing in jacksonville so i went and saw some of the shrimp and the tide um i forgot that ryan ripkin is on the tide yeah he is he was playing first base for them he looks like a baseball player he looks like his dad why is he in triple a are we really going to see him in the majors I don't know that we are. He's, I, he's I think that numbers. It's 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 interesting. I think that Triple A sometimes serves as a place for Ryan Ripken type baseball players, guys who are just minor league ball players. And that's not to say that 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 Ryan couldn't come up at one point, but where the Orioles are right now, you know, you mentioned he's playing first base. I don't think he's playing anywhere other than first base, is he? He's not playing no. any you know, any other position, um, it would probably take both Mancini, Mountcastle, um, you know, who, who else, maybe, and, and Valeka perhaps to, to all get hurt, um, (laughs) in order to see Ryan Ripken. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause Valeka can play first. I mean, if, if, if need be, um, it, it may take, you know, multiple injuries or something like that happen. And no one's obviously going to wish for that. Um, Unless he absolutely, like, unless he absolutely starts tearing the cover off the ball right. and and makes it so that 
they have to bring him up and maybe you just, you know, you can play around with the lineup at that point, but, um, but I don't think the Orioles are, are looking to bring guys up to just have them as options either. I mean, they've had a pretty, right. a fairly set lineup this season. It, there hasn't been a lot of mixing and matching similar to what we saw in the Buck Showalter era. Yeah, it's almost, it's almost you can afford to have him at Norfolk because you have no plans to develop a first baseman. Your young first basemen are already up in Baltimore. Anyone right. that's coming after those, you have in single A, double A. You don't need a guy to be ready next year to come to first base. Well, not only that, but first base tends to be, and we've seen this with the Orioles. I mean, they they they've had a logjam at first base, not even mentioning Chris Davis over the last few years, uh, and that's because players who, you know, start out as a shortstop or a center fielder and and recognize that they can't hack it yep. in single or double A even move off that position and they tend to go to left field, second base, third base, and then the last stop kind of down that ladder ends up being first base. So you get right. a you get a stack of players at thir- at first base and a log jam there and I'm not saying that that's the case with with Brian I, Ryan Ripken I haven't seen him seen him play obviously I don't know if he could play another position but that tends to be the position where most people fall if they're just a bat. Sure. Sure, that makes sense. And I, we're seeing that even with Adley where they're using him at first base once in a while to save those mm-hmm. young knees. Yeah, and they're, I, I, I know they're going to DH him. I, th- I don't know if they have yet, but um, I, I know they're plan, they plan to DH him as well just to get him off the field completely and right. just, just have his bat in. I did watch uh, a little bit of, of the Bowie game tonight. Uh, while I had the Orioles up, I saw Adley get, a, get a, a nice opposite field single in the first inning, so that was nice to see. Um, you know, just watch the first first couple innings of it though. So I haven't watched the full game, but that's what I've done for both the Tide and the Bay Sox. I turn yeah. on the game for a little bit, and you know what? Just I've to poke pretty, in, just to poke I, in exactly. and see. And I've been pretty happy with the MILB stream. They got multiple yeah, camera still... angles. It used to be the one camera angle behind home plate with no audio. They they need to fix their their desktop platform because i can't sign in on the desktop i can only sign right. in on my on my mobile device so maybe right. maybe that's something and, you can walk me through and the apple <laughs> and the mobile device app sucks also yeah it's not a great and, app and they don't have the roku apps and stuff like major league baseball so overall they need to all work it. they need a little technology they, infusion i'm impressed yes. that it's hd cameras because it yeah. used to not be it's 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 also there's also a little bit of a difference because you're normally getting the radio call. There's a little bit of a difference in timing when you're yes. getting the radio yes. call from the actual broadcast feed. But true. Hey, I if I can see a little bit of Adley Rutschman this year, even if he's not going to be playing uh, at the major league level, I'm fine with it. Um, I'm fine with paying my forty dollars and and being able to poke in from time to time at that, which is cool. All right, and the other thing that we didn't mention about National League ball today is that National League ball also means we lose our DH, so then we're putting Mount Castle in the field in order to then uh, keep his bat and Trey's bat in the lineup, which sucks and hurts the Orioles in this. But, hey, we get to do it again tomorrow. Yeah, it's brutal. I, the, one, the one other thing I'll say about tonight, uh, hopefully Albert Elmore Jr. is okay. That was a brutal, brutal – I mean, full speed into the center field wall. Yeah. Um, I, the only guy I, that can come out of that is Bo Jackson. I mean, that was horrific to watch. And then the fact that they needed to keep showing the replay to, to because they reviewed the play to make sure right. that he didn't hold on to the ball. Um, I, I actually, I didn't get queasy, but I turned away at one point because I did not want to see him collide with that wall again. Um, that was brutal. Hopefully he is, is okay and, and will yeah. be okay and yeah. be healthy because nobody wants to see that kind of thing happen. Right, right. No, he walked off. That's, 
Yeah, and that's the type of player at the same time. It's like when DJ Stewart ran into the thing last week where you just respect that player so much because the one thing in his mind is catch the ball. Catch the ball. And for a brief moment, it looked like he had, which would have been incredible. He he did. He caught the ball. There's no question he didn't catch that ball. Then the wall destroyed him. The wall got in his way. That's the warning track is supposed to be for. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Uh, He, he, I don't know. I mean, like you said, like you said, the ultimate amount of respect for, for going all out uh, and, you know, right into the wall it, it was just it was tough to watch i hope he will be okay hopefully it's just some wind knocked out of him and some body soreness and maybe take a day off and get back right. out there but that was that was brutal to watch and i think calling those are warning tracks is a little deceiving because when you're chasing the ball that 10 feet is not enough time to stop yeah there's not a lot and 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 on some of them you're you know you're moving so fast you don't even really realize Right. You know, there's not much warning at all. It's it's right. tough. Yeah, no. I I uh no. I played out at the warning track in Camden Yards. Yeah. Once. And yeah, you can run and yeah, that's especially if I'm looking at a ball and I think I can catch that ball, I'm not letting a warning track stop me or a wall for that matter. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Run yeah. right through it. So yeah, hopefully he's good and back in the lineup. I'm guessing he'll just be sore and uh Maybe Hopefully. take tomorrow off. Tomorrow's a day Hopefully, game. I'm betting he won't play tomorrow. Yeah, I'm I'm betting the same. Hopefully nothing is is damaged or broken. Hopefully right. he will be back soon. So because that's just you you hate to see that kind of thing happen. For a guy giving so much effort on a ball, you hate to see that happen. Yep. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, we'll be back tomorrow as Cody's gonna jump in with you after the day game. Uh make sure to tune into that. I'm pretty sure he does it from his office desk and just sneaks a uh that's great. And went, you know, close the curtain so your boss can't see. What and commitment? Talk some Orioles. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you tune into Cody after the game tomorrow, and let's see what Matt Harvey can do back in New York. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.